Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Today on the podcast, I dive into this concept that maybe miracles are not what we're looking for, but it's in the micro miracles of life that the real treasure is found. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts over on our Facebook Light Path community. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. And I want to kick this one off by just really expressing my appreciation that you're here, that you're joining me on this platform to wonder, to discuss, maybe to learn, uh, maybe to see yourself in some of what I'm speaking about. It's so heartwarming when you guys reach out to me and and thank me for the podcast or even just say that you listen. Like it, it I mean, it literally blows me away every single time someone says that because I have absolutely fallen in love with the Light Path podcast and how much I love it honestly between you and me has come as a surprise. Uh, I just love talking to the guests that we have on and gosh I've just been booking so many guests lately that are coming up and I can't wait to just dive into conversations and think out loud moments and learn out loud moments with them and bring that to you in the hopes that you're engaging with it as well and these chats I have with you that are these solo episodes is really just me thinking out loud and the opportunity to reflect on what I've learned. And, you know, maybe that helps guide you or maybe that helps to, you know, trigger something in you that uh, you might get to look at a little bit differently. So really from the bottom of my extremely humbled and grateful heart, thank you so, so much for being along this journey. I think my next um, big passion really is for this to translate into our Facebook light path community and I would love um, you guys over there to be talking to each other to be asking questions to me and to all the other girls on the um, collective that we have and you know to really be okay with sharing what's going on in your life or maybe you know what you're finding a little bit difficult or maybe what you're finding is really working for you because if you're finding it difficult or you're having successes trust me other people are probably finding it difficult and other people will be inspired by that success so thanks to those of you that have shared and that are brave enough to put it out there on there and because the community aspect of what we're doing at the light path collective is at its core and um so that's way the way that we can extend these conversations over there. So go jump on, um, chuck thoughts out there. Even if you totally disagree with me, go for it. Totally fine. Um, you know, let's let's crack it open. Let's do that. And today, um, I was going for a walk the other day, and I I had this thought, and you know, I well, it wasn't the other day. It was a few weeks ago actually, and I sat with it for a really long time, and. I kind of wanted to bring you this concept of micro miracles to you um, because I think that we're blessed with little miracles 
you know, on the daily if we're really observant of them, yet we don't acknowledge them as much as we should. And I think it's from that concept of it's it's the sum of all the little steps or all the little moments or all the mir- little miracles that make up a life, that make up a change. And I think that we often can really identify change and the power of change in um, identifying the big moments like a shift or a release or acceptance or forgiveness and all of that actually doesn't happen at the big moments it happens at the small moments Um, because change and the being receptive to miracles um, and evolving can happen in the big moments for sure like in the depth of you know a loved one moving on at the end of a relationship or you know when your child maybe moves on to a different stage in their life or a career shifts these changes can also happen you know at these great monumental really exciting moments of our lives like the start of marriage or the beginning of parenthood a huge move or a new career I mean the list is endless but life naturally gives us these big moments and sometimes I think that these big moments give us no choice to change and to reinvent ourselves or to stay in repetitive pattern, repetitive patterns and basically not shift our vibrations so we have to learn the lessons over again. Um, but some of those big moments we choose with a lot of courage and a lot of faith and a lot of determination um, and we do it with certainty and hope. But I think my pondering is, well, how long do we slash I, how long do we spend waiting for these big moments to make a change or to do the things I desire to do or become the version of myself that I most hope or desire or even crave to become? You know, do we only evolve when the conditions suit or when the conditions force us to. And I know I've absolutely done this and I still do. And when I reflected on it, I think for me personally, and I'd love to know what it is for you, but for me, fear is the main component that holds me back for sure and comfort too. But I think I have, you know, a tendency to gloss over the micro miracles, those micro moments of change that actually, when I add them up, are the cause of the big moments that contain the most sustainable change. So it's like the cause are these mini miracles that are happening, these mini moments of change And the effect is often the big moments of change. So as we know, Marianne Williamson talks about miracles as a shift in perception. Yet I think we often think of miracles as these big events that are unexplainable. But are they? For example, I remember when my sister was trying to get pregnant with her second child and they were really struggling And it took them a while to get pregnant and they actually got assistance in it 
with it in the end and they did an IVF cycle and from that cycle they got one embryo and that one embryo is now our beautiful very cheeky very sassy but oh we would not devour her any other way Michaela and you know we could look at Michaela and say oh she's a miracle and I guess she is in a lot of ways but really Michaela is the effect of the cause that my sister and my brother-in-law went through to have her Uh, there was so much healing work there was so much medical stuff there was so much um, faith especially from my sister's part you know she really dove into alignment practices living as if prayer praying oh we you know she had this really close connection to our maternal grandmother who is on the other side and she just felt so close to her and her spirit so much so that Michaela now has my grandmother's middle name in honor of that and so we could look at Michaela and think one embryo and here it is it worked it worked we have this beautiful little girl in our family or we could look at it and say actually Michaela's the effect of all those little miracles those changes those healings those um persistent moments that my sister and her husband had during the course of working over years to have her so um recently I caught up with a few people that I hadn't seen in a while um you know just I'd see them kind of via socials and occasional contact but I hadn't seen them to have a sit down proper chat in a while and it was really interesting they they actually said to me um well one of the things that that we talked about was they reflected back to me how much they had seen me grow and how um they much they'd seen me do via my socials especially in in business and they said that um they said oh you know it looks you know what you're doing and and kind of reflecting that back to me and how I was maybe the content I was sharing um as well as the way in which I was working and the things that I was doing and and I was a bit taken aback by it because I was a bit like oh like okay (laughs) like yeah I guess thanks and then I actually reflected on it and I think because I'm in the day-to-day that I haven't stopped to reflect on all the micro miracles that I have had that I have received and that I have created to contribute to this evolving process just because I'm doing it every day and it was happening without my attention uh, and I was completely skipping it and not focusing on it. And what I realized through their eyes or through their mirroring back to me was it wasn't like that, oh, I'd launched this or I'd done that. It was actually all the small steps I'd taken, the tiny changes, the little habits, the little wins, the consistency, the hard work, the overcoming the disappointments, the clearing my own energetic blocks that actually allowed me to do what I was doing and all these little micro miracles have added up to big changes they've added up to big moments and 
only those moments were reflected back to me from the people outside of me and those moments are definitely um you know clocked by me as well but it's those little moments those unseen moments and even in hindsight when you look back all those micro miracles that have happened along the way whether it be in synchronicity um serendipity divine timing or oh wow you know all this time I didn't even realize I was working up to this through all these other avenues those are the things those are the cause of the effect of my biggest change and so of course I reflected because that's me that's what I do um is I I kind of looked at well if all those little steps that I was taking just organically and intentionally but organically as well added up to these changes I couldn't help but wonder you know where was I still on autopilot where was I still doing the same things over and over again expecting a different result where was I still hanging out for a big miracle in the hope that it would change for me instead of focusing on the macro or the micro miracles and moments where I could change and I could redirect and I could inspire and I could allow and I could provide me with what I needed. So I decided to do a little self-experiment and I'm going to share this with you because maybe it's something that you want to play with as well. So I decided to firstly really sit deeply with myself in meditation and I asked my soul and I think I could swap the word soul out with higher self. I think I can swap the word higher self out with spirit guides. Um, so I asked my soul to guide me as I would a mentoring client. As you guys know, or maybe you don't know, I do offer intuitive mentoring and um, I absolutely love working with that, that way, pe- with people that way. I just love getting into the nitty gritty. I love having really tough conversations. I love holding mirrors up because I see the breakthroughs even when it's really hard in the conversation at the time. And it's also personally the way I love to learn as well. So I decided to talk to myself as I would if I were my own client. And you can do this with yourself too. Like imagine that you were your own mentor or that you were you were your own critical friend. What would you say to yourself? Like what would you advise yourself to do in a certain situation where maybe you were on auto autopilot and repeating ways of doing things and how could you see the potentiality of all the blocks if they were removed so can you actually see your own crap and then can you see what would happen if you remove these blocks more importantly what the blocks are and how you can begin to start to move them. Like, what would you advise yourself to do? So to me, that's the big question. What are my blocks? And what am I doing in order to keep these blocks in place? So I sat with that. And then I wrote all the blocks out. 
and I categorize them. I categorize my blocks into pebbles, bricks, and boulders. And once I did that and I listed them under those three categories or headings, I started with the pebbles. The pebbles are those blocks that really I can deal with. If I just dove into those qualities of self-love, such as accountability, trust in self, and keeping promises to myself, I can deal with those pebbles. I can either completely remove them by chucking them, uh, changing behavior, or reimagining them. So, you know, we start with the small stuff. That then helped me build confidence in tackling some of the bricks. The bricks that, I mean, you know they're there, they're probably the biggest stuff, but you are ready to kind of move them on. And I was able to look at or at least consider what was true about them and how they were really preventing me from moving forward. That then, again, helped me with the confidence to look at my boulders and say, okay, what can I do? Maybe not to get rid of them because some of our boulders, you know, some of our deepest wounds, maybe some of our most etched in traumas are never going to be completely evaporated from our experience. So what is it that I can do to minimize their size or displace some of the power that they held and potentially see a way through them or potentially see a way forward with them? So I'm not going to discuss the actual topic that I used in my life on this as an example purely because I'm just going to be straight up with you, purely because it's really personal to me. And it's not that I mind sharing personal stuff, but it's something that I'm still working through. And it is one of my, I feel like I am transforming it to be honest, but it is one of my biggest traumas. And I just straight up, it's just way too close to home. And I'm just not at that place where I can share it. So I kind of want to contextualize this approach in another way. And so I'm going to give you an example of, you know, pebbles, bricks and boulders for an issue. And the one I'm going to pick is weight. A, it's because something that I think about a lot in my life and B, I think a lot of us think about this in their life. You know, it could be weight or body image or the way we look. And given that we've, you know, just spent February really diving into self-love and cultivating that I think it's this is an area where women traditionally especially have held themselves back in acceptance and really loving their bodies um so let's use this example um so if we were to look at this process and this um formula we would look at it and say okay what are the pebbles what are the things that well let's just say the issue is for example um, I'm, oh, I can't, I'm, can't get rid of, I don't know, baby weight. Um, and it's really frustrating me and it's really damaging my self-esteem, all the things. So the pebbles of this might be, oh, are my routines really in place? You know, am I sticking to my routines? 
Are my habits clean, as as clean as I would want them to be? Are my eating habits consistent? All of that. Those are things that we can just mop up with that self-love qualities of commitment to self and keeping promises and all of those things. Then the bricks can, you know, really be about maybe the belief about my ability or capacity to lose this baby weight. And, you know, the belief of um, who that would make me uh, be if I lost this weight or if I didn't lose this weight. So here we're moving into more energetic work. Here we're moving more into that energy of uh, the, the shame maybe that we hold around what we're experiencing. And then the boulders might look something like... Um, wow, how I feel in my body is just gross and this is affecting my sex life. So it might be that deep subconscious reprogramming or energetic healing work of our sacral chakra or things around that. So the big things, the big things that are holding us back, the big boulders might be just a lot of um, resistance and of adjustment to a new type of body or fear about what this will this impact it will have on our you know intimate relationships you know we we often I think go to the big stuff like let's heal the big stuff and then then that'll sort out the little stuff but I'm like no I think it's the other way around it's in the micro miracles that the big miracles happen because if we're able to look at our tiny things like our habits or the way we even speak to ourselves and clean those up and feel really confident about you know getting removing those pebbles and the bricks are easier to deal with and as a result the pebbles and the bricks might already solve the boulders and we just get to reach out for other people's support in that as as we heal it so i just want to invite you to maybe consider how much am I hanging out for those huge life-changing moments of despair and of joy to really shape the person that I desire to be or force me into being a person that then I can just use and blame as, well, That's I am like this because of that, that happened to me or I am like this because that didn't happen to me, whatever it is. How can we shift away from the big miracles in life and go back to the micro miracles and actually take our power back, take our power back in the form of miracles in that they are not something mystical and wonderful. They're actually something that I create because you are the creator of your own life you are the creator of your own experience and if you want to live a life that is full of blessings and miracles then here is your invitation your provocation to create them for yourself so as always go share your thoughts on the light path community on facebook i would love to hear what you have to say and I would love your feedback. I mean, what do you think about this? And is there anything that wasn't clear? You know, let's clarify it. Let's do a masterclass or something like that or a live on Facebook. You let me know. But I hope that that's kind of maybe sparked something in you to realize your power and that you have that power to create a miraculous life. We just need to pay attention. We just need to pay some reflection time. Maybe we just need to pay some real direct, inspired and aligned action. 
Thanks again for listening and I can't wait to catch up with you next time on the podcast. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.